Hello everyone and welcome to the November 1st edition of WorkComp Academy Weekly News. I'm Renee Foles with Floyd's Karen and Kelly. Let's get started with our litigation report. A new panel decision clarifies the QME regulations dealing with what happens when a QME fails to meet report writing deadlines. The new regulations place time limits on QME evaluations and reports. Parties can ask for a new QME panel should there be time limit violations. A new panel decision clarifies how these new regulations work. Here's what happened in the case of Ruzanne Charchikian versus Glendale Unified School District. Dr. Edwin Clark, the panel QME, was asked to evaluate the claimant's case. He had a 30-day time limit to serve his report and was one day late. For this, the applicant's attorney requested a new QME panel. The workers' compensation judge denied the request for a new panel and applicant filed a petition for reconsideration. The judge justified his denial, pointing out that there is a short window of time for a party to object and request a new panel. It is clear that a party must object and request a new panel prior to receipt of the report. This requirement was met since the Clark report had not yet been received at the time the request for a new panel was made. However, the judge went on to point out that Section 31.5A12 of the QME regs states that the objection must also be made before the evaluator served the report. In the present case, applicant objected after the report was served. This was not timely. The WCAB denied reconsideration for the reasons set forth in the work comp judge's report. Based upon the logic of this decision, the timing for an objection must be made both before the report is received and also before it is served by the QME. And now our fraud report. The Contractor State License Board's California Blitz sting led to 111 arrests of suspected unlicensed contractors. These companies typically do not carry workers' compensation insurance or pay state payroll taxes. Local prosecutors and law enforcement agencies, as well as the State Department of Insurance and Department of Industrial Relations and the Department of Homeland Security's Immigration and Customs Enforcement, assisted in the sting. Fraud investigators posed as homeowners and asked for bids on projects ranging from swimming pool repair to painting, landscaping, and tree trimming. They then waited to see who would arrive. In Fresno, the sting netted 12 alleged offenders, and in Visalia, 7, and in Porterville, 9 companies were cited. One of the men in Visalia was cited for allegedly contracting on a suspended license and filing a false exemption to avoid buying workers' compensation coverage. Orange County investigators focused on pool repair and related trades, and 21 suspects were issued notices to appear in court. In Riverside County, two Paris men were identified after they responded to requests for bids to lay concrete. In Pasadena, seven people were arrested for soliciting painting work two for concrete work, two for flooring work, and others for tile, glazing, and cabinetry work. 
Unlicensed contractors are part of an underground economy in California that is a problem for legitimate businesses, insurance companies, and government. Steve Shriver of Rancho Cuncamonga pled guilty to four felony counts of insurance fraud. Shriver agreed to three years probation, 365 days in county jail, which was suspended, and over $39,000 in restitution. An investigation revealed that while Shriver was working for Wheel Fun Rentals, he falsely claimed an injury to an upper body part extremity. During his deposition, Shriver made statements concealing significant prior non-work-related injuries to that extremity. Investigators located witnesses and documents confirming prior injuries as well as proof that Shriver lied about being injured while working. Shriver will be sentenced on November 30. The San Diego County District Attorney announced a new anti-fraud public awareness campaign featuring a series of short ads placed on over 340 movie screens in theaters across San Diego County. Insurance fraud costs California consumers an estimated $15 billion every year. And the DA's office hopes the campaign will make people think twice before committing the crime. A powerful anti-fraud message will be seen by an estimated 37,000 people every day in San Diego County. This movie ad campaign seeks to deter people from committing workers' compensation and auto insurance fraud. The tagline, don't do it, don't tolerate it, report it, encourages the public to respond to the fraud problem by contacting the DA's office. The district attorney's office has an entire division dedicated to reducing insurance fraud. The new public awareness campaign is funded through insurance fraud grants from the California Workers' Compensation Fraud Assessment Commission and the California Department of Insurance. And now our medical report. A new study found that work comp patients are more likely to undergo electrodiagnostic testing or an MRI than other patients with standard insurance. Researchers at the Beth Israel DeConis Medical Center and Harvard Medical School studied the medical records of over 1,400 patients who visited an academic orthopedic hand clinic. They collected information on patient history, diagnostic test use, diagnosis, surgery, and wait time to surgery. They found that patients with workers' compensation insurance visited the clinic more often and received more electrodiagnostic testing and MRIs than patients with standard insurance. Workers' compensation patients also underwent surgery more often than other patients. Researchers concluded that more research is needed to explore these differences and their potential clinical and economic consequences. And in regulatory news, the DWC Administrative Director ordered that the DME POS or Durable Medical Equipment Prosthetics Orthotics Supplies portion of the official medical fee schedule be adjusted to conform to changes to the Medicare payment system that were adopted by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services for calendar year 2010. Medicare defines durable medical equipment as 
medical supplies that are able to withstand repeated use and which are primarily used to serve a medical purpose. Typically, these are items such as walkers, wheelchairs, power scooters, hospital beds, and portable oxygen equipment. Sometimes durable medical equipment is referred to as DME POS because Medicare also covers prosthetics, orthotics, and certain supplies. Prosthetics are devices that can replace a missing body part, such as a hand or a leg. Orthotics are equipment like braces that help to support or correct the malfunction of a limb or torso. Effective for services rendered on or after October 1, 2010, the maximum reasonable fees for DME POS supplies shall not exceed 120% of the applicable California fees set forth in the Medicare calendar year 2010 DME POS fee schedule revised October 2010 release. The revision is available on the internet at the website of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. For DME POS and miscellaneous supplies and services not covered by a Medicare payment system, the maximum reasonable fee paid shall not exceed the fee specified in the OMFS 2003. And in other news, Republican Assemblyman Mike Velines is hoping to be elected as the new California Insurance Commissioner. The person elected will be in charge of regulating the approximately 1,500 insurance companies doing business in the state. Velines was elected to the California Assembly in 2004 to represent the counties of Fresno and Madeira. He serves on the board of the State Legislative Leaders Foundation as well as on the board of the Senator Kenneth L. Maddy Institute for Leadership and Ethics at California State University, Fresno. Prior to serving on the Assembly, he was an aide for former Governor Pete Wilson, a chief of staff to former State Senator Chuck Pachugian, and a small business owner for six years. Consumer groups have criticized the lines for being too closely aligned with insurance companies. But he notes he has taken no money from insurance companies and touts his record as an independent, pragmatic businessman who will put the protection of consumers first. In 2006, he was elected to serve as Assembly Republican leader, a position he served for more than two years. But he was forced out of the position because he broke party ranks in 2009 by agreeing to taxes to close the state budget deficit. He recently shared his views on workers' compensation, fraud, catastrophes, and why he would use the position to help keep insurance rates low and grow California jobs. He points out that the insurance commissioner in California is a nonpartisan job. If elected, he plans to protect consumers, keep rates low, protect solvency, and ensure freedom of choice in insurance. He does not believe consumer and business interests are necessarily in conflict. He believes the 27% rate increase sought by workers' compensation insurers would devastate small businesses. He is running against Democrat Assemblyman Dave Jones for the job of regulating the fourth largest insurance market in the world. Jones is an assembly member from Sacramento serving his third term. He chairs the Assembly Health Committee and serves on the Appropriations, Judiciary, and Accountability and Administrative Review Committees. 
He has obtained passage of more than 70 bills, including a host of insurance-related regulation, such as a bill that prohibited health insurers from charging a price differential based on gender and one creating green insurance incentives. He is a Harvard Law School and Kennedy School of Government graduate and an advisor to former U.S. Attorney Janet Reno. Jones believes he has the experience to oversee an incredibly important industry. He also does not believe that consumers and businesses are necessarily adversaries. Jones also believes employers cannot withstand excessive rate hikes in workers' compensation. He shares the governor's view that medical costs are not rising at anywhere near the rate increase proposed by the WCIRB and the cost of claims administration is actually going down. He claims that the rate increase at this time is not justifiable and would be crippling for California businesses. That's all our news and events for this week. Please check our website daily for news updates, past editions of our news, and much, much more. And remember, you can subscribe to our weekly news podcasts and special reports using your iPhone or iPod by searching for WorkUp Academy in the iTunes Store. Again, I'm Renee Foles with Floyd, Scarin, and Kelly. Thanks for joining us. Please drop by again next week for more news.